And the Jack Michaels Show coming to you on location again today. And, and, you know, we talk about it, and I popped into here, and, and, and Yags is with me. B, good to have you on your staff. The staff here is fantastic. We're at the Applebee's on 13th Avenue in uh, South in Fargo. And, and uh, Brad, I'm not going to make you and Derek too jealous today, but uh, uh, Brett's already consumed it. It looked like uh, Motsy sticks. No, not if my wife's listening. It was celery sticks. Oh, celery sticks. Yeah, that's, I'm sorry. If the missus is listening, it was dipped in some type of red sauce. Yeah, of course. That's yeah. odd how that, that worked on that. But, I, but I've but i already crushed a fettuccine Alfredo with uh, some good breading and a cup of coffee with a water chaser was my uh, meal today. But we're coming to you live from Applebee's on 13th Avenue South in Fargo. Lots of things going on. Brett will talk about it today. You know, the gift cards are fantastic. In fact, I've already seen some people stop in and get gift cards because they're already thinking ahead for the holidays, and they've got so many things going on. Uh, some of that montage you heard today, and, you know, that was put together before the news came down today of the passing of Mike Leach. And, you know, whether it be, you know, Texas Tech and out in the Pacific Northwest or, or certainly Mississippi State, Mike Leach and Brad, you can attest to this and, and, and talk about it. I was just telling Brad that we need more leeches in this world. We need more Mike leeches because, and I get how coaches are close to the best on podiums. They, they want to say the right things. And, and normally it's a cliche, you know, normally it's, uh, it's uh, you know, we got to stop the run and then we got to run the ball. And, you know, they're well-coached team. And this is that, and we just got to be our best. And I get it. Coaches don't want to give out different things. Well, Mike Leach at the age of 61, passes away, and uh, and he was the exact opposite of all of that, you know. And 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 I know, Brad, we're going to get to some cuts here for those that that have missed some of his great uh, uh, interactions. Brad, would that be a good way to put that? Interactions. Oh, with yes, media? and it was right. it was not one sided. He uh, he he listened to reporters and and you know. It, he would give them advice whether they wanted it or not, and uh, yeah, he was um, he was a little bit of a, he was a bit of a showman, but uh, he was never he was never boring. That's for sure. And in a world that's like you said, we got a lot of buttoned oh. up coaches that don't want to tell you anything. Uh, he'd tell you more than you needed to know, <laughs> which is okay too. Uh, it, which is okay too. Yeah, I mean, it all works. I mean, you know, in our in our field, you can throw a mic in front of someone, and you know, you take for instance our buddy Jay Gibson. You, you ask Jay one question. You mind you can leave for three minutes because he's going to give you some good stuff and it's going to be long and it's going to be detailed and I'm not lying. In my bread and some, you you got to ask and answer probably every question that that you give right. the coach. So uh, Leach was a different right, Brad. I mean that that's kind of how it works. Yeah, and and he never changed because I uh, had some dealings with some people that had had some dealings with him. They got involved with the air raid offense between him and Hal Mummy and and. Uh, Guys that were right. advocates of that type of offense, and and I and one person said, yeah, he was he was exactly like that. I mean, what you got on on the podium on Mondays or whatever day it was that he spoke, or you know, if he inter- if he was interviewed after games, that's what you got. There was uh, he was it was not an act. He he was uh, nicknamed the pirate, and for those that, that aren't familiar with Mike Leach, he had an affinity for pirates. In fact, Bobby Knight, uh, I think, sent him a, um, and I, I, I wrote it down here too. Yeah, Bobby Knight sent him a life-size statue of a singing pirate. 
that Leach had in his 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 office when he was at Washington State. You know, so just imagine going into Leach's office and he's got a life a life size statue of a singing pirate in his office. And then I was I was uh, you know Knight was at Texas Tech. You know, uh, so there's that tie to Texas Tech through those guys. Uh, Mike Leach. There's a story out there when Donald Trump won the presidency. Leach sent him a message, a text, or what have you, that told Trump that he would like to be his secretary of offense. <laughs> this is this is Mike Leach. When 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 an unclothed human ran across the field when Washington State, I believe, was playing Stanford, uh, they asked Leach about it. He said, "We need more streakers." You know, this is the coach that you're dealing with today. We we lost him far too soon. You know, 61, my goodness gracious. So that's it. And, in fact, uh, I'll give Brett even a little bit more taste. That we're broadcasting live from Apple D- Applebee's today. There's D. Hansen too, man. Uh, uh, Brad, which cut should we go to that uh, I don't know if we put them all together, but for those that need a little bit more input on, on who, what kind of Mike Leach, do we go the, the, the breakdown of the mascot battle in the Pac-12? Let's we start go the there. Which, we'll we'll kind of go from yeah. We'll kind of go from uh, from bottom to top. Uh, this is when he was at Washington State, and he's talking about if the if you had a mascot fight between the Pac-12 uh, teams, Mike gives his analysis. First of all, what kind of mythical powers does a Sun Devil have? We've got to consider that. I'm going to say the Wildcats out. Uh, the Trojan, is he? does he have a horse or is he on foot? Does he have a bow and arrow or just his sword? The Bruin, definitely formidable. Another bear up there at Cal. Uh, the tree, I imagine that tree's going to get chopped down. It's unless we're going to go with the bird and somebody might get pecked or something. I don't know. The duck might lose interest and just fly away and get out of there, which may be good advice under the circumstances. Uh, the husky, no chance. The beaver... Well, we'll see how long that beaver can hold his breath. Um, the ute, again, we're back to, uh, is he on horseback? Does he have a bow and arrow? Did he trade for a rifle? I mean, you know, because if that ute's got a rifle, there's some definite problems. You know, you'd have to get one of those Harry Potter activists to read up on how you kill a sun devil because there's a lot of uh, outside stuff there. Just as far as a beast alone... Uh, a buffalo is going to be pretty hard to tangle with. I mean, a, bu- a buffalo is d- utterly outstanding. Did I leave any of them out? That, that, the cougar will find oh, that. a way. Uh, clear-minded and crafty, a combination of stay out of harm's way and and uh, and attack when you get your uh, your chances or your openings. Sorry, B, that, that's <laughs> – Brett's on over here, and his face is red from laughing. This is – I was just tuning in. That was probably a question that said, uh, you know, outside of, you know, what worked offensively for you tonight, and then it just bled probably into who would win a mascot battle, and then that consumes the post. That's Mike Leach, Brad, right? And that, So that was the mascot you battle. Think- that, that, and I, I think safe – the, th- the Buffalo sounds like I think Mike was thinking yes. that was the one. Uh, he was kind of leaning towards the Buffalo. Yeah, can, can you see Answer Bubba trying to uh, break down the mascots <laughs> in the Missouri Valley Football Conference? <laughs> it's funny because, you know, Bubba's got kind of a dry sense of humor. Mm-hmm. I wonder if he'd be able to to, to do that. Uh, Maddie and I was listening to Derek on, on our brother, sister station, brother station KFGO yesterday, and and, and Matt's a little bit more to the book X's and O's and, and things, so I don't know if I could. Yeah, no, I Saul Phillips easily. Oh, by Tim Miles <laughs> easily. Yep. 
Tim Miles, oh yeah, Miles easily can. That would be yeah. That's that's their cup of tea. Uh, so we lost Mike Leach. Do we have? To, we do because we have Connor Onion today from ESPN. Mm-hmm. We're broadcasting live from Applebee's on Thirteenth Avenue South. Obviously, a big night last night for uh, the kid from Roseville, Casey Barovich. But Brad, pick one more, Brad. Now that we've tantalized the little Mike Leach stuff. My all-time favorite of his is when he's talking about the playoffs. This, this is from a few years. This is when he was also at Washington State, and he's explain or he's explaining how playoff systems can be. Uh, have been around in all levels of sports except for major college football. And uh, he, he breaks it down as only Mike Leach could. Then college football says they scratch their head and they give a really befuddled, mixed-up look, and they get a really screwy expression on their face. Like, well, how can that possibly be? I mean, how can we do that? I mean, how is it possible that you could actually have a playoff format in college football? Well, gee, I don't know. Let's start with uh, we, we can go down to the local city park, and I'll bet you somebody that handles youth football could tell you how to do something like that. Well, that's too low of a scale. Let's move it up a little bit. Okay. How about high school from a major state? Let's say Texas, Florida, or California. Let's see how they do it. Okay, let's see. These guys, you know, they win a certain number of games. They have a qualification. Okay, now, boom, they're in the playoffs. But they don't have just two or four teams or something. Hell no, because they want everybody to have fun and enjoy this playoff system. So they have 16 or 32 or 64 or something like that. Okay, so then they play each other, and everybody's on the edge of their seat going to wait and see if this team's going to beat that team or going to beat the other team. And so then, uh, in the end, there's occasionally a debate. If only this team hadn't lost to that team, in this round, then this team could have won the whole thing, and that's perhaps true. But the thing that is indisputable is that at the end of the gauntlet, this team came out on number one, and there's no debate whatsoever who state champion. Then you can go to Division Three. Let's see, how do they do it? Oh, they do it the exact same way. Okay, now the suspense is really starting to get thick because, you know, Division Two might do it differently. No, in fact, they don't. They do it exactly, exactly, boys and girls, like Division Three does. And then now they've changed the initials because in this era of political correctness, they love to change initials and make it proper to say things one way instead of another. And I forget what the initials is. But then they go to one double A. Okay, at one double A. How do they do it in one double A? One double A. I mean, because that's getting closer to us, and we're really sophisticated because we're major, major 1A. How did they do Is that not the best or what? And then he just goes out and goes, I'll be darned, they have a playoff too. <laughs> it just, it, it is, it's absolutely gold. It, it, it Mike Lee, you know, we, it, it is an unfortunate passing, obviously, and, and we lose a, a guy that, man, alive. That's, like I said, my first statement was, was we need more Mike Leeches, and and that's how that works. Good stuff today, Brad, on that. Maybe if we have time later, we can get to the marriage advice for the reporter who asked him, I'm getting, I'm engaged, I'm getting married soon. Do you have any advice? Because that one <clears throat> went into a whole spew of, <laughs> of what's his name? What does he do? Do we have it? You know, that was a whole thing. So so that's on, on that. We're coming to you live today from Applebee's on 13th Avenue South in Fargo last night. As you heard, Casey Baramich surpassing 1,000 points, and she did it uh, with the lost art of a 15-foot uh, 
paint shot, elbow jumper. And uh, that's old school to me. You know, I said earlier, you know, North Dakota State has a young lady named Heaven Hamling that, that, that shoots those two. Baravich makes a living on those shots. He does it. And I was so nice to see that she did that, Casey did, uh, with that type of shot. She had 28 last night. Now that, that was pretty good. And uh, pretty good stuff there for KB. So really proud of the young lady. And uh, Ed Moron. Obviously, with the weather around the region tonight as far as sports, well, I mean, we – had a game scheduled basketball-wise on the fan tonight, but that's been banged. You're a hockey guy. You know, you're you got, you're all Davies up, and you guys skating in Cheyenne tonight, Brett. Yeah, well, Cheyenne's skating at us tonight. Oh, they're so, skating at you tonight. Yeah, it's a big EDC <clears throat> That's a chill. Down. It's, uh, it's all up in the air right now with uh, with Shanley, Sal Shanley in first, and then uh, obviously Cheyenne is actually ahead of Davies right now. So um, they're four, and, uh, and we're five, so tied with – with central we were talking about the parody a little bit outside of south obviously is 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 skating and maybe maybe right now a cut above but we're early well yeah they're cut above red river i mean they beat red river uh, so so yeah you get a large one tonight yeah we got a big one <laughs> it, it is a big one and as long as uh, uh one of them can you know for sure stay out of the penalty box and uh yeah and we, we, <laughs> we'll, we'll see but yeah it should be a good matchup Awesome. Uh, to the bit, before we break, come back and 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 Connery Onion joining us today. Uh, you know he called ESPN uh, Telecaster. Also does games of the Big Ten. Will be joining us to talk not only a little bit about the potential of what Incarnate Word and the Cardinals could bring to the table Friday night, or what they might not be able to do Friday night against North Dakota State. We'll hear from him. But here at Applebee's, I mentioned uh, the gift cards, and you got specials. I know you buy a certain number, you get a certain uh, free. I know there's a lot. I mean. The apps on the go. Uh, let's talk a little bit about what, what Applebee's is offering this holiday season. Well, yeah, the holiday season, you buy 50, you get 10 for free. It's not a mystery, you get 10. So you, it's not going to be 250 or 350. <laughs> it's actually 10. Boom. So buy 50, get 10. You get 20%. Buy 100, you get 20. You know? 20% yeah. on top of that. That's 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 a good deal. Yeah, and then we have our happy hour from 3 to 5 and 9 to close. So for everybody coming out to the EDC matchup tonight, right? You know, come out to Applebee's, half-price apps, 3 to 5, Boom. 9 to close. Yeah. Hitting up the uh, NDSU game on Friday? Yep, absolutely. North Fargo, Applebee's, same thing. Let's go. Yeah. Game on. We'll come back. We're broadcasting live today from Applebee's. Brad uh, Anderson in our flagship studio. Derek in-house here. Jack in here. Brad's here. The folks are here coming in, enjoying a nice, very comfortable setting. Plus, it's just comfortable. It is. I'm surprised anybody ever leaves when they come to Applebee's. I don't know. We, we, we'd like them not to. I just, <laughs> <laughs> that would be better for business, right? Yeah. Uh, we'll come back on from ESPN next to the Jack Michael Show. Brad, Derek, B, everybody here. Well, it's a neighborhood today on 740 The Fan. Fan, the fifth largest daytime signal in the country and, and for those of you listening today in the northern plains, by all means, keep it safe. Uh, and if you're on the road, obviously, uh, keep locked into those conditions. As this is this stuff that's coming through, you know, started as, as rain and freezing drizzle in some parts, snow in the others. So by all means, uh, uh, keep it safe uh, uh, on the road. And Jack Michaels here at Applebee's. Brett's here where we're hanging out in the neighborhood today. Derek Hansen here. And Connor Onion, ESPN broadcaster, does games of the Big Ten. You'll recognize the voice if you've got some of the latest FCS action, too. And, and Connor's here to break down Incarnate Word and Sacramento State every play of that game. The other No, let's not do that. Hi, Connor. How you doing today? <laughs> Hey guys, yeah. If you asked me to break down every play, we'd be here for five hours. So I, I don't think we have enough. I don't think we have enough programming time to do that. That was uh, that was an amazing game. I'm sure some of your fans there in Fargo stayed up the other night to watch it to see who the Bison would play. But um, man, that uh, 
that that had me sleeping pretty hard after calling that one. Amazing how that is, and having done some games the last oh many years in the Big Sky myself, and and getting out there to old Sac Town and, and places like that, it wouldn't be uncommon to see you know, high points put up in, in Big Sky. That was always a stereotype kind of right of Big Sky games. Well, here comes our Carnate Word, who dropped early in the season, like 68 on Southern Illinois. You know, they're out of the Southland. And now now it's like these two fireballs meet and uh, maybe defense optional. It's like the, the Timberwolves game with Portland last night. You know, it's like it's just tough to contain that. So uh, what did you see out of Incarnate Word that, that – that when you match it up, Connor, against North Dakota State, because this is now a different bird Friday night that you're not going to get as many possessions. Uh, quarterback play was excellent. They got the, the running back that, that, that broke some things out. But kind of break that down, I guess, for us, Connor, in your estimation. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's somewhat fitting. Obviously, the, the sad news today that Mike Leach uh, has passed away at 61 years old. Um, when you watch Incarnate Word, there are some – Mike Leach elements to this offense. Um, they they have wide splits with their offensive linemen. Um, they can throw the ball a lot. I think that's the that's the difference, right? As Mike Leach always said that he never wanted to throw the ball or never wanted to run the ball. Wanted to throw the ball if he could a hundred times a game. Um, this this incarnate word team, yes, they're the number one scoring offense in the country, and you think pass game, but like you guys mentioned, their running back and their offensive line are really good. Uh, Marcus Cooper, uh, he's only 185 pounds. He's 5'8", 185 pounds. Uh, in their game two weeks ago, when they won in the second round, he played every single snap. And he wasn't off the field much the other night either. So you look at him, you think, you know, he's kind of this scat back, maybe catch the ball to the backfield type. But he can run it between the tackles, and he's durable. Um, so that's what's fascinating against a, a physical team like North Dakota State is um, how he holds up. Uh, but also the the individual matchups I'm really looking forward to on Friday night. Uh, the two corners for the Bison, Courtney Eubanks, Seston Talbert, against Taylor Grimes and Darian Chaffin. Um, those are those are Lindsey Scott's two favorite targets, guys that are probably going to get an NFL look. And uh, this will be relatable for your fans. Uh, the uh, the Incarnate Word offensive coordinator actually compared Darian Chaffin, uh, their wide receiver number zero, to Christian Watson. Who was, who was playing there in Fargo for a while, of course. and um, not He's not quite as big as Christian Watson. I think I think Watson has a couple inches on him, but he's kind of a rangy downfield threat, goes up and gets the ball just like Watson did when he was playing for NDSU. So that's, that's the thing that I'm really looking forward to is those two corners against those two wide receivers. Brad Anderson back at our flagship studios. Jack Michaels here at Applebee's today. Connor Unren joining us here. Here's the other thing about Incarnate Word. Bison fans will go, that's the team that we smoked 58 nothing on the second ESPN college game day that came to Fargo, right? Just a, a half a dozen years or so ago. Yeah, it is. But, Connor, I'll tell you what, that gap kind of closed toot sweet, kind of quick right there. Now here they sit in the, in the final four of the FCS. Yeah, and uh, the I mean they're still I wouldn't even call them teenagers as far as the FCS team. They're they're truly in early childhood because they first became FCS playoff eligible 2017, uh, first made the playoff 2018, and then um, you know Coach Morris was there last year. Ended up taking the Washington State offensive coordinator job, but DJ Kinney's come in 
mentioned how there, there are some leech-like things to this offense. This staff is, is crazy young. His offensive coordinator, Mac Leftwich, is 28 years old. Um, so they've got young, inventive minds. Um, it's, it's a first-year staff. Some of the staff has stayed from, from Coach Morris's staff from the year before. But um, you're right. It, it, is, it is different, and I would not expect uh, zero points up on the board for Incarnate Word on Friday night. Uh, that would be that would be super super noteworthy and super surprising. It, obviously, the numbers got incredibly skewed last week with that game going back and forth, and especially in the fourth quarter where neither team could stop anybody. But did you see uh, a defense that at least could hold its own against you know the power football that NDSU likes to run, which you got to see firsthand a couple of weeks ago? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I. I don't think this game's going to be 66-63. I think we're pretty safe saying that. Um, but, you know, they've they've got some size. I, I really like their middle linebacker, Kalechi Anilabechi. He's the guy that had the scoop and score. Um, watching him against Southern Illinois, I think there's, you know, there's, there, there's some parallels to be made because it's another Missouri Valley football team. Um, he only played half that game against SIU. He had 15 tackles in two quarters. So... <laughs> He, he, he plays the whole game. He could have had, what, 25 tackles, something like that. So he's, he's the anchor of that defense. Uh, the question for them coming into the year was their secondary. Um, their, their front seven's good. Their, their defensive line's the, the best group of their team. But um, their, their secondary has been better than expected. And I, I think that probably says something to do with them going ones versus ones and their corners, Brian Mays and Dante Thompson, having to, to cover four verticals a lot of the time. So, um, yeah, front seven is good. Um, now, they probably haven't seen a lot of what NDSU does with their fullbacks and their tight ends. That's not really the Southland style. Um, so, I, I am. I think this will be a different test for them, and I'm curious to see how the, the other guys beyond Anya Labechi handle some of that physicality in their front seven. I was looking at uh, the numbers coming in that the, the defense has forced 27 turnovers. That's top five in FCS. That's, uh, you know, that's worth noting. That's Bisner 21 and turnovers game. They're plus nine, but they're plus 13 giveaway takeaway. And that, uh, as you know, in any, uh, any, any form of postseason game, that's uh, usually uh, a, a big difference. Yeah, it is. And, and uh, I think this guy will catch your eye in that. Uh, he was in on a couple of the turnovers the other day. Um, the uh, number zero at nose tackle for Incarnate Word. Um, Olivier Charles Pierre is 6'1, 375. Yes. <laughs> I saw him on Friday. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So he's, I, I know this is, uh, this is way down south, but the name Desmond Watson at Florida, uh, the, the guy who's like 420 playing for the Gators, I know he got lots of national attention. It, it kind of reminded me of that. Um, the, the, the defensive coordinator for Incarnate Word, Jonathan Patsky, said, this is the biggest guy I've ever coached. So him against some double teams this week should be fun. This is a great segue. Connor, uh, Connor Onion joining us today, the second most popular person ever to come out of Ball State. We'll get to David Letterman talk later, Connor. But, the uh, you know, we're at Applebee's today. You just heard six one three seventy five, Brett. You know, as as a, as a man that oversees the operation here, what what do you think you'd feed that nose tackle for incarnate word here at Applebee's? What would be the order? Everything. 
<laughs> just look at the look at the menu and say yes. Yep. We'll take okay. one of everything. <laughs> Hot plates, cold plates, grilled plates. Yeah, I got that on the whole thing. Uh, Connor, you mentioned Mike Leach and, and Brad and I and, and the crew here were talking about you know the unfortunate you know sixty one years old and, and the impact and the type of person. There just aren't many like him running around. You know, in your games, calling games for ESPN or or the Big Ten uh, Network. Uh, do you have an opportunity, and have you over your years, I'm sure you have, to to bump in and put a mic in front of anybody that, that's close to a Mike Leach? Because, my goodness, Connor, that, I said it earlier, we need more leeches. We need more We need more leeches in this planet. We we really do. And the, the, the answer is no. I don't think there's anybody that comes close to comparing to Mike Leach. Um, and, and that's something that you know, as, as a career aspiration, I would have loved to do a Mike Leach game at some point. Unfortunately, um, obviously, I'm not going to get the chance to do that. Um, as far as as far as Mike Leach type personalities, I, I don't know how much this will resonate with your fans there in Fargo, but I, I worked at Southern Illinois for a while, um, and the, the basketball right. coach there when I first started was Barry Hinson, um, and he was. Uh, very, very nice man. I, I really enjoyed working with him. Um, he can get going on a tangent. He can get going on, on a rant pretty good. Uh, if you look up the, the rant he had at Murray State several years ago, uh, where he starts talking about his wife shot faking and how she might shot fake better than some of the players that night, uh, that might be the closest. That might be the closest I've come. Uh, and, and I got I got to do it just because – if you haven't heard it, or if you have heard it, then you'll know what I'm talking about. But my wife, my wife would have shot big better than the Salukis tonight. It was something like that. <laughs> so. I, I've seen it, Connor. It's fantastic. <laughs> I, I, I've heard it and seen it. it, it he's spot on, by the way, uh, on that. Yeah, man alive. Yeah, if you're just joining us today across the region, it, 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 uh, the passing of Mike Leach is obviously the sports news. Uh, today, Brad asked it, you know, it, it, yeah, I don't think you know, 129 points is the over-under on this particular game Friday night, uh, at Connor. And and this house, you know, it, it's a different bird when teams roll into the Fargo Dome and, and the, the whole production and the confidence and, and all of that. You know, I think many times people have asked the question, you know, what's it take uh, to pick that team off, and now South Dakota State certainly has has shown that they 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 can do that, and they're at home against Montana State uh, Saturday. But do you have to get lucky, Connor? In your estimation, do, 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 talk about the turnover bug. Does some ball have to bounce your way? I mean, what does it take to beat the team with all the those many banners? In your estimation, yeah, um, it's, it's an interesting question, and uh, you know, I was lucky enough to, to have Brad next to me couple weeks ago calling the game against Montana and that was actually my first trip to the Fargo Dome and I know there was some talk about you know there were there were 4,000 tickets still out and it, it wasn't um, maybe the peak playoff atmosphere of, of what it has been at some points but I'll tell you what guys it was we were at Montana the, the week before I've been in some loud places been lucky enough to call uh, games in some loud places this year and that that place was was still buzzing um, compared to some of the other spots I've been. I know as far as the Fargo Dome and the context that is given to what is loud in that place, it wasn't. But, I mean, it was it was still hard to operate. 
Um, and our crew got a chance to talk to Bobby Houck a little bit after that Montana game. He's the Montana head coach. And, you know, they, they had some pre-snap penalties. They had some false starts. And that wasn't even the peak of it. So I'm hoping that it's going to be, uh, you know, the, the top end of noise at the Fargo Dome. And it's going to be hard for Incarnate Word to operate on offense. Um, I, I want to see them in that environment because I don't think they've been challenged by that level of sound this year. That's, that's no disrespect to where they've been in the Southland. That's no disrespect to the environment that Sac State had on, on Friday night. Um, but you're right. This is different pageantry. Uh, it's a different brand in front of them. But I really cannot wait. If we know one thing, uh, a reason for your fans to go out to this game on, on Friday, the last four games that Incarnate Word has played in the playoffs, all ridiculously close. First round in 21, overtime win. They were one yard away from picking off Sam Houston State in the second round last year. Uh, they got stopped at the goal line. And then three-point win, second round this year, and then we got what we got, 66-63 on Friday night. So they are going to play close games. They're going to give you a good product. So I really hope that NDSU fans listening to this, uh, if, if you didn't already have a reason to go out, uh, there's there's another reason to, to go watch the semifinals on Friday. Great stuff. Uh, and by the way, uh, you, you graded Brad out high of his work with ESPN, right, Connor? Brad was uh, solid, made your made your job easy, correct? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> on the uh, the scoop and score, he was all over it. On uh, on any <laughs> yeah. third down, he was all over it. So yeah, he was he was there right note. He was he was busy for us. So uh, I, I'd give him an A plus. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, Brad's, all, Brad's also it. one of the top play-by-play guys in the region, too. So just throw that plug in for you. But now, now before we let you go, Connor, because I tried to do a little bit of homework here, and I wish you were with us because, Brad, you'd have food for, for Connor, too, today at Applebee's. Immediately. Right, immediately. You wouldn't have to. You don't even have to pay for anything here today, Brad, or we would have picked up the tab for you. <clears throat> but I did mention Ball State, so hopefully I'm right on that. And, and I said you're number two behind Letterman, but I just Googled Notable alumni from Ball State. I still have you two, but a close three, Joyce DeWitt from Three's Company. Now, depending on people's ages, you may or may not, you know, Jack Ritter, Suzanne. And, and number four, Stedman Graham, who is Oprah Winfrey's, I believe, significant other. I still have you two, Connor. Uh, that's, that's impressive because you could have thrown in Jim Davis, the creator of Garfield. You could have thrown in Bonzi oh, that's right. Wells. <laughs> bon- Bonzi Wells, oh, that's who played right. in the NBA. Um, yeah, I, I think I'm slowly, I'm slowly creeping down your power rankings of, of Ball State alums. <laughs> did you just, did you just push yourself to sixth on that list? I, I mean, that's a humble guy right there. <laughs> I, I humbly, I will humbly accept number six behind Jim Davis. <laughs> okay, Garfield. Hard to top now, the guy who created Garfield. The, what, I mean, come on now. Yeah, it's tough to, it's tough to, you might even trump Letterman now that, now that Connor brings that up. I mean, that's. Yeah, that's a, that's an interesting. Uh, what's your weekend, uh, Connor? What's your assignment coming up in the in the front window here? So um, I am off to Las Vegas, and uh, we have the high school football national championship this week. So um, the the regular season crew that I was on, we did a lot of the high school games on ESPNU and ESPN two. So Saturday afternoon, uh, we will be at Bishop Gorman High School, and it's 
uh, Nevada State champion against Florida State champion, and uh, we have that at uh, three Central time on on Saturday. So looking forward to that. A lot of five star players. Um, I, I'm I'm going to make a push for some of those uncommitted guys that they should consider the FCF. So we uh, we we get more games like yeah. we had on Friday. I think that's the only selling point you need to to go play FCS football, right? Uh, that's not, hey, that's that's fantastic. And my guess is it. It's going to be warmer than eight in Clark County this weekend for Connor Onion out on the, <laughs> yeah. on the desert over there. Hey, uh, thanks for uh, thanks for connecting. Uh, you know, Brad was able to set this up with you, and and great insight today. It's always good talking with someone that that obviously has been in the thick of it, doing it and breaking stuff down. Connor, appreciate the time today, my friend, and maybe we'll, we'll get in touch down the line. Fair enough. Sounds good. Happy to do it anytime. Thanks, guys. All right. Thanks, Connor. Thanks, Connor. Connor Onion from ESPN. That's no joke, by the way. That that game he's about to call, there's going to be some talent on that field, that national high school. I mean, that's those are your next, you know. But in this day and age, you know, you, you know, we just had a Heisman Trophy winner that's 20 years old, you know, he's going to play another year, and then boom, probably declare for the NFL draft. So literally that game that Connor said he's doing, you know, those kids are, you know, a couple years away from probably being the next NFL stars, you know. So kind of like your hockey career. Yeah, yeah. No? <laughs> Not so much. <laughs> Not so much. We are coming live today from Applebee's, eating good and then feel, eating and feeling good in the neighborhood yeah, today. it feels great today, and the food's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Come on out and see us. I mean, I told what you, else are you going to do on a day like this? I told you Mother Marge out in western North Dakota, you know, uh, that's that's their go-to. Like, for every birthday, the folks, or anniversary, I'd call home and say, what you guys doing? Applebee's. You know it was a special thing when, when they are going to Applebee's uh, out there. But uh, happy hour. Every day. Is that correct? That is. It's every and day. And three to five. And nine to close. And yep. nine to close. Yep. Yeah, you, come on out. What's I mean, this Mucho Bahama Mama? It is a fruitful, flavorful drink. Will it take you to the Bahamas? Do you feel like you're in the Bahamas <laughs> when you have one of those? Yeah, it, yeah, it will. It will in your fantasy land that, you, you know, that you're living That's in. right. I notice there's a lot of, of, uh, of cocktails that start with Mucho. Mucho. Yep. Much, large. Large. Big. Large. Much. Yep. <laughs> Gigante. Yep. The Long Island tea, the margarita, oh, let's the Bahama Mama. And gift cards are always, I mean, there is, you cannot go wrong. If you're out there, fellas or ladies, for that matter, thinking about what, what, what should I, I'm just lost for something. They are the absolute perfect stocking stuffer and gift. Yeah, for anybody around the country. I mean, family, office worker, right? Yep, we're everywhere. Buy 50, get 10 for free. Like I told you before, it's not a mystery. You actually get 10 for free. Look at that. Uh, we'll take a quick time out. We'll come back at the flip side. Apps to go. they got all the stuff to go to. I mean, it's just there. Here to buy game this weekend. You know, call in a catering order. Let's play. Uh, more coming up next. Uh, Jack Michael Show coming to you live from Applebee's. Stop on by 13th Avenue South in Fargo and 740 The Fan. <laughs> Coming live from Applebee's, and uh, folks, great crowd here today just having lunch. I, I, I mention this all the time, and I know that, you know, we've been bringing the Jack Michael Show here for a while, but it's just a, it, there's something about a nice atmosphere, great food, <laughs> good people, specials, you know, and, and, and you get it all, uh, Brett. And we talk about, you know, you mentioned the happy hour, 3 to 5, and then 9 to close, and all the Bahama Mamas and Long Island Teas and the house margaritas that are mucho, mucho, and mucho. Uh, we talk about the gift cards, and I think if, if you're not sure, I mean, that is the place to really go. And you, that, that whatever it may be, friends, family member, office workers, that. And then because we're a, an on-the-move society, it's something about being able to order and, and get it on the fly, yep. right? Yeah, order online. 
pull up, we'll run it right out to you. Yeah. It's quick. Why don't we think about that, like, um, how many years? Because that, that, now you've had that for how many years? Oh, man, we've had it for right? a long time. I think yeah. Applebee's might have been one of the first. I mean, that's the first thing I remember is Applebee's doing that. I'm like, wow, how about that? Yeah, I mean, and it started just with to-go where you call in. Now you yeah. now you can just go to your app and order it online. It'll be ready for you when you get here. <laughs> great, I just did it the other night. Great stuff. It's, great. it's no secret, and, and this is good. I love I get my hockey fix because, obviously, Brad calls a lot of hockey. You know, we have Travis Dunn Tim Hennessy, all of our hockey aficionados and and you're all hockeyed up too, you know, with the boy playing at, at Davies. You're also in the coaching field of uh, of this. You're you're just wound with hockey. First of all, your thoughts: North Dakota picked up huge win, and congratulations to DeRitter. He was the NCHC goalie of the week. But those were large points for UND this past weekend. Yeah, at, they needed them at Western, right? Yep, they needed them. I mean, five. They got five. So yeah, you left six and all that. That's great. But you got five, and DeRitter uh, awarded against an offense. That is as, and Brad, correct me if I'm wrong, I think as prolific as any team in the country, right, Western Michigan? I believe so. I'd have to uh, kind of take a look at the notes here, but I know they've been pretty solid. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they were. Yeah, I mean, that, that that's a team that was just up near the top, if not the top, uh, of offensive scoring. So what DeRitter did should dangle a little, give you a little bit of hope, going, okay, that's in there for North Dakota. They can have that. You mentioned the East, and the East, South, is there, but there's a log jam for EDC hockey, and tonight? Yeah, tonight's a big one. I mean, Davies has uh, has Cheyenne. I'm not sure what other games are going on in the region, but obviously if there's traveling teams, I know the girls' game got canceled. They were supposed to play Devil's Lake, so I'm not quite sure uh, what the other matchups are tonight. But there is a log jam. Um, obviously, South and, and number one's playing really tough right now, um, playing a good game, and French got got his guys going well, And uh, but uh, but you know, I'm, I'm obviously a Davies fan with being a parent <laughs> right. of one of the players. I, I would, I'd be shocked if you weren't. I'd be, I'd be like questioning. You're like, well, yeah, and it's coming together. I mean, it's uh, it's not not panic time, and, and we've lost a few, but uh, we got a obviously got a six point win the other night against Grafton, and but uh, it's coming together for those boys, and they're and they're playing hard and playing well, and and I'm excited to see where where everybody ends up in EDC. Yeah, good it, stuff. I know uh, that my buddy Rick Flagsparth on social. It's uh, yeah, social it's, media it's, put out that. Oh, go ahead, Brett. Oh, okay. I was just going to say, uh, you know, last week uh, I was at the Red River North game up at the Coliseum, and, you know, North had, I would say, had it in hand, but it was up 2 nothing, and ended up losing in overtime. It was a big win for Red River, and then what Cheyenne's, you know, done so far, and they've got picked up a couple of wins. It's um, pretty wide open. I mean, honestly, I mean, North's got, North's got some impressive young scorers and skaters, and Red River's pretty solid, so, I mean, it's... Uh, it, going to be fun to watch that watch the at least the EDC side of things really progress is there a uh, you know like like a, a rise above next off the charts but goaltender or or center or defenseman your son certainly included I, I know <laughs> I've been following him but I mean is there one or two fellas that are like the Dean Youngblood. There's my hockey uh, movie <laughs> reference, Brad and Brad, uh, in the EDC. You know, uh, Olsenowski for South is a fantastic goalie. So he's, uh, I, I would consider him the, the best goalie in the state right now. Um, but other than that, no, I mean, it's not like it was, uh, you know, when Tyler was coming up and you just have that. It, everybody's playing well. There's not really a, a, a huge standout that, that I'm aware of. But a of. good mix of talent There's a good mix of that... talent, yep. Yeah, that's uh, that's fantastic. I was gonna say, Brad, and, and at the uh, uh, my buddy Ricky Radio Rick Flagsparth, uh, and he does this every time the weather goes around. Social media goes. Hats off to the athletic directors 
when Mother Nature does what she's doing right now, and old man Winters comes in here and you've got a little bit of this mixed with a little bit of that, how many times have you had to check and see, like, if game's on, oh, off, yeah. those ADs right now? It's, it's literally... And it becomes a scheduling nightmare. I mean, it, it, if you've got to reschedule right? these EDC games, you know. I mean, because those have to be played. Got obviously. to. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it has to be. That has to be. So far, little... so good, though. I haven't seen anything <laughs> yeah. come across I'm yet. Trust, I'm knocking on wood <laughs> on the table here as, as we speak. In the NFL last night, New England thought, well, let's just throw a wrench and move to the number seven spot of the AFC. And Kyder Murray carted off the field. Uh, that uh, smelled ACL, non-contact injury, that when he went down. I think verified today on that, but uh, credit Pierre Strong. Speaking of FCS players, Pierre Strong, you know, if you watched him for South Dakota State, scored a touchdown last night. And it's not even uncommon. You know that. You know what? You know how great the FCS is getting, or at least some players that we see in in, in as Mike Leach referenced the old one double A, is that we're not shocked anymore. Remember the first time that you were not shocked but wide-eyed that a quote-unquote small college or mid-major did something in the NFL. You know, when Tyrone Braxton was was playing in the NFL, I'm like, wow. He he played it like division. You know, when Stacey Robinson got, you know, for the, you know, and then, you know, these guys like, wow, you know, he's in the he's in the NFL. Phil Han- Phil or buddy Phil, he grew up on a farm and he's he's on the now it's like, oh, Christian Watson scored his third, third, third touchdown. Yeah, Chris Bard done made a big play over there. Oh, Matt Waletsko is going to be an offensive lineman for the Cowboy. Like nothing. I don't no know. If that, anymore, I don't know right? if that's good or bad or anything. I think it just speaks to. I think, I think it's good talent, yeah, I mean, right? Yeah, I think it's good. I right? think it's good to just be like, okay, yeah, we got another one in there. Brad, do you, do you speaking of which, Brad? Do you remember the first time that you know when you go back and you thought, holy cow, that guy played it, you know? Valdosta State, for goodness sake. Do you remember the – I think Phil, Phil Wopadise, but I, I, mean, I named a couple before that with Tyrone and, and, and Stacy. But do you remember yours, Brad, that you went, wow, how about that? Well, I would say, yeah, those first two for sure, I think, for Braxton and Stacy Robinson, especially when Stacy Robinson was on the Giants team that won the Super Bowl. I mean, it was maybe, what, a year or two into his professional career when they won the Super Bowl, you know, and then – Tyrone Braxton for as long as he played. And, yeah, Phil's probably another one, and I would say Phil maybe gets a little extra from me just because he's from my corner of the world or not too far from it. I mean, he, he, he played basketball against Lisbon High School in the 80s. So, I mean, that's uh, – you'd say, oh, that, that, guy's, that guy's played in the NFL. That guy played in four Super Bowls. So. <laughs> right. I just passed him getting his mail in the, in the gravel road the right, other day. Right, exactly. For goodness sakes, on the – yeah. I don't grow up in Williston, like Sanford Quali, you know, and, and some back in the, I'm going back now. His sons obviously went on and, and did some great things, and, and, and Brent went on and played in the NFL. But I remember some of the old guard, you know, or Steve Nelson is another name, by the way, that, that, that fans might resonate with. Now, I'm going back decades now. But, yeah, it's it's funny how now we're not even – we're not even moved. We do have an update. Yeah, did you knock on wood hard enough over I'm there? I'm sorry. I didn't. I tried to, but some <laughs> of my cords were in the way. Brad, I was trying to knock on wood to keep some of these games alive on the ice tonight, but what did you just Yeah, my boss just gave me word that uh, Central and uh, Devils Lake has been postponed. South Grafton's postponed. So, luckily, we have an inner city game tonight. So, hopefully, uh, yeah, you, that, need to, you need to knock a little bit more. I'm there. sorry about that. Like, you know, between Highway 2 and, and 29, that's I can't. It's tough to control that. But inner city, maybe. I know this much. Sometimes the, the, the general thumb is that if, if school hasn't been banged, you know, a lot of times if it's inner city, they find a way to maybe get those. Yeah, and I think at noon it's considered a, a full day. So, yeah, I mean, the only concern I would have tonight was 
the kids driving to the game, that'd be about it. And Brad, I could we can confirm uh, the game that that we were going to have with a fan tonight has been postponed, correct? Yep, that is correct. Northern Cass and Kindred. If you actually go to 740thefan.com, we've got uh, a list of postponements that we have come across, and we'll update some of those regular season dates. I know the uh, South Shanley Grafton hockey game has been rescheduled to early January. I'm going to get that date real quick. I believe it's the sixth or seventh on that. So, um, but uh, if you, we've got uh, we've got a fairly uh, extensive list there if you want to check it out. So, gives Grafton enough time to pick up some more kids and come down. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. Enough time to kind of kind of bolster that a little bit over here. Yeah, next week we'll do stereotypes and whatnot on, on that. So, uh, stay safe out there today. Uh, thanks to Connor Onion joining us today and to Brad for for connecting us uh, here in Applebee's. Again, easiest thing, stop on in. Your store hours, by the way. When, oh, we're open till midnight, 11 to midnight. Uh, come on. Seven days a week, Whether come on out. EDC Sports or the Bison game, just uh, north side, south side. Yeah, not an expensive visit. North side, south side, kind of right in the middle. I mean, middle. We got every, yeah, I mean, we got one by all the sports venues, right? Whether it's tonight at the EDC game, you got the 145th, Bison game up north. Let's go. Let's do it. Uh, I should. I'm gonna go to bed for like four days after this nice pasta, warm <laughs> pasta I just had. Yeah, you ate the whole thing. That's uh, good. <laughs> thanks to the crew at Applebee's. Stick around. Common Man is coming up next, right here on 7:40. The fans.